Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the A Beautiful Beginning Podcast. This is your host, Shakia, and I'm coming in with another recording. So I just want to come in and say Happy New Year, Happy 2024. I hope that you guys really enjoyed your holiday season from Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Now that we're back in the swing of things, people are back to work or maybe you're home and you're like, okay, what's the next thing that I need to do? We all make those resolutions instead of resolutions. We have um, vision boards that we never look at. Um, We have notes throughout our house that we just kind of pass by, don't really look at it, don't really pay attention to the calendars, the planners that we spend money on, gym memberships that will be looking at us because we're not going to be going to the gym. All those things. What are some things that we can do to stay like 100 on what we, you know, have um, envisioned for ourselves for the year? For me, like I said, I don't make resolutions. I want to make a make myself a better me. And so that leads me to this sermon that I listened to at Bible Way, Bible Way, <clears throat> Bible Way Church of Atlas Road here in Columbia. The pastor is Pastor Daryl Jackson. And if I can remember, the title of this um, sermon was like a place called there. And basically he talked about the children of Israel. You know, they were in the wilderness. They were away from Pharaoh, but they were not in the promised land. So... <clears throat> they were there. They were in that in-between state. So if you know, like I know, that in-between state can be quite tedious. <clears throat> because you're not where you want to be. But you're not where you were. You know what I'm saying? You're not where you were, but you're not where you want to be. And so you're just there. You're just there. But what I came to say tonight, y'all, is if you work your best plan while you're there it could it could it could surpass what goals you actually set for that place called there like where you're trying to go is there and you're saying to yourself while I'm here you know I'm going to be the best version of myself. I'm going to continue to learn. I'm going to continue to grow. I'm going to continue to build. And if you continue to do those things throughout that time, you've not wasted any time. But you know what happens when we waste time. We complain. We um, sit around and sulk and, um, you know, get depressed and think about what wasn't and what could have happened and what should have happened and we don't focus in on what God is doing in the present. And I myself have done that quite a few times. And I thought to myself throughout my life, like from my 20s to my 30s to now I'm 41 and I'll be 42 next month. I said to myself the other day, what is the big difference between Shakia that was way more ambitious and pushed for things to occur in her 20s, you know, than it is for 42, for 41 going into 42. And what I knew is that the girl that was in her 20s, she wasn't backing down. She wasn't backing down. She wasn't taking no for an answer. But I also stayed connected with Christ. Okay. And the reason that I did, because I knew that was a good foundation. That was a stronghold. And that was something that, you know, would not waver. 
The reason I say that is because there were plenty of times in my 20s where things could have definitely thrown me way off course and I could have went completely under. But you have to stay close to your stronghold, stay close to your to your to your master, stay close to your creator. And I continued to like ride through the storm. But what I will say is this. The difference in who I was then and who I became in my 30s where I was more bitter after becoming a single mom with kids and not everything working out the way I wanted it financially, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, um, relationships not working out, um, just feeling like I was left behind to take care of these two kids. Um, This is the worst scenario because now I got to figure out how I'm going to maneuver through all of this. And then I got to figure out how I'm going to do this and how I'm going to do that. And instead of looking at the beauty of where I was in here, I was concerned about where I wanted to be more than anything. So I thought about there more than anything. I romanticized a life that I felt was best for me. And I felt that God had for me. And so when I finished school, passed boards and everything, I was excited. I was proud. But I was also disappointed. Because everything that I had romanticized about that moment, about that life, it was not, it wasn't true. And I realized that the reason that things were not the way that they should have been or could have been, per se, not should have, but could have been okay is because I didn't do the work okay so I'm going to forewarn you don't do what I did throughout that time when I lost 50 pounds I gained that weight back I totally felt like there's no need to worry myself I'm in school I, I have all this other stuff but I did not discipline myself I could have disciplined my eating um make sure I had my water intake make sure I took care of myself um I could have invested in a treadmill 10 times over. I made enough money during the time that I worked as a supervisor to do it. So instead of doing all this other stuff, I could have bought a treadmill. I could have made sure that I got at least, at the very least, 45 minutes in on that treadmill, went back to doing my schoolwork, and I could have really honed in on my eating. And again, it wasn't perfect. But if I had done what I needed to do, it would have saved me money, too. Because going to clinical, going to work, eating out all the time, it was a pretty penny. And had I cooked, um, you know, taking different salads, meats, and just simple stuff, a simple meat, a simple veggie, it would have been simple and it would have saved money. And so I thought about that and I said, okay. I didn't work that plan. That's why I gained over 60 plus pounds. Yes, lost 50, gained 60 plus. So that's why there was the weight gain. And then I said, well, what about the financial piece? Well, I had used some of my savings to get some stuff done in my house, but I had a hefty savings in my immediate, in my immediate you know, savings account. And that was a lot and it should have lasted. And what I should have done was utilize other resources. So a lot of times I only utilize my mom as a babysitter because I was real, you know, funny about other people helping and stuff of the sort. 
And I said, well, I got to try because this and that. And I, I didn't really look too far. I didn't look too far. I didn't really know of other like companies and stuff that I could have traveled, like did local travel with. And lo and behold, the place where I worked the whole time had COVID rates. It was paying even more and had contracts. I could have been working at this place. I could have been hit my financial goals, pay for stuff 10 times over and do what I needed to do to take care of my kids in the meantime while going through school. Um, I didn't look. I didn't know. Um, I was so frustrated thinking, I don't have time to do all of that. I don't have time to look. I don't have time to really do that because of school. Well, yes, I had to do schoolwork. I knew it was like a lot of times I was like, it just felt like I didn't have time to myself to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? But then there were some classes where I got breaks. Like there were some classes where it was a cl- it was a test or a paper every week. It was always something. And then there were some classes where I had big breaks, where it was like a test every other week. And then you had a paper and all this other stuff due. And towards the end, it was a lot more stuff that was due. And I had tests and things like that that I needed to study for. But there was still time in between that I had time to get stuff done, okay? And so I gave excuses. I gave 50 million excuses about what I needed to do because why? I was so focused on being there. I was so focused on when I get finished, all this stuff will be, you know, I can work on this, 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 and that because I got to be, make sure I get, because I'm going to have this and that. And realistically, the other day I was looking at something and I saw this like young nurse and, you know, the new girlies are really doing it. And so I was saying to myself, okay, they're not doing too much more than what I started out doing as a new nurse in my 20s. And I started out the gate making, you know, a decent amount working, taking care of myself, owning my home, you know, doing a lot, you know. And I said, so what's the big difference? And you know what the big difference is? Regardless of where you are in that journey, you still have to work. And what I mean by that is just because you're not in a relationship, you should still date yourself. You should still take care of yourself. Just because you don't have the ideal job right now, you should still appreciate where you are. Continue to look and continue to work, like continue to pray, continue to go to work, continue to ask God for strength, continue to ask God for a discerning spirit, Um, continue to ask God to open doors for you, give you the strength to push through while you're where you are. And I think that's one of the biggest things for me is that I would continuously ask God to increase my territory. And he did. And he protected me, he guided me, and he provided for me. But there were a lot of times where God, you know, like opened doors for me that I would not walk into because I was afraid. And like I said, like when I should have taken a travel assignment instead of going back to school, me doing plan B, that's on me. Because Lord knows, I, I know I shouldn't have took my butt to no doggone MP program when I did because I didn't want to. 
I honestly want to be a travel nurse and I should have. I should have initially gone back and became a travel nurse sooner than when I did. Because once I became a travel nurse, I loved it. Because contrary to a lot of people that like think they know my personality, I'm an introvert, but I'm also an extrovert. So I like meeting new people. And when I click with people, I just click. And I have some really, really good times meeting new people. And so it was so crazy because it was so crazy because I was like, um, so back in like, so back and forth about, should I go? Should I do this? Should I do that? And when I realize now older, you know, I'll be 42 next month is that the reason that a lot of other doors didn't open is because I wouldn't trust God. I was afraid. I listened to what other people said. If somebody had something negative to say about something I wanted to do or, oh, I don't see the purpose of that. What is it? Why are you doing that? Then I would feel like, okay, it must be something wrong with what I, you know, want to do. Or uh, maybe I need to rethink what I'm doing or where I'm going. And what I realize now is that what God has for me is for me, just like what God has for you is for you. And when you are in a place where you truly love what you do, who you are, and where you're honestly slated to go, like where you're going, and you're progressing towards those goals, it may not be a place like where you're going to like 100% get there right away. You understand what I'm saying? What I mean by that is you may have goals that you are excited about today, but those things may not come to fruition for months. It may take months for those things to come to fruition. It may take years, but if you are diligent about working and uh, um, about like learning and growing throughout the whole process it's not it's not like a, a um how can i say it it's not wasted it's the time itself is not going to be wasted and i had to learn that that god doesn't waste our time we waste our time god does not waste our time and I, I just had to say that, you know, a lot of times we feel like, why does God have me here? Why am I not where I want to be? Why am I not doing this or that? God isn't wasting your time. It's you wasting your time. Like you might not like right, you know, the job that you have right now, you're not 100% like set or settled with it, but you have an income, you have a way to take care of yourself Maybe God is saying, you know, maybe you need to work on your attitude. Maybe you need to work on your um, your resume. Maybe you need to increase your skills, like develop some new skills. You need to stand out or stand apart from others so that you can be in position for where you want to go. You know, it's a lot to be said about preparing yourself for that next move and not just sitting around and being stagnant and complaining about what you don't have. So while you're sitting in your one bedroom apartment, dreaming about getting a, you know, big five bedroom home, don't sit there 
and not appreciate where you are. Because if you got a nice one bedroom apartment, do it up, make it your home. And every day that you come in, you will love being in that space. You understand what I'm saying? It will have, it will give you a welcome, you know, a welcoming feel every time you walk through the door and you won't feel like you failed and you won't feel like you left, like lost out. But the other part about that is we have to be realistic. You know, for me, I had to think to myself, like, why am I doing this? Am I doing this to impress people or am I doing this because I truly would like to do it or I have a passion for it? And so luckily, I don't make big decisions unless it's something I have a passion for. And so when I decided to buy my house when I was like 20 something, I was like 24. That was something I thought was going to be an asset. And let me tell you, whereas it's a lot of people buying homes now and having to deal with this market, whether it's good or bad, I have years of equity into my home. And so I have something that I can like fedangle, play with a little bit, whether I decide to sell or stay. The other thing is like going back to school. Like when I initially went back, things did not go the way I wanted it to. Um, So I like probably within a year, I went back and I started my career as a travel nurse. Well, I loved it. I absolutely loved being a travel nurse. I love, like I said, meeting different people. Um, I really, really loved it. I really, really did. And I like living in different places because it's almost like you get to be a tourist, but you're working and it's not free. Like you're not staying for free, but it's, it's so fun to like be in a new city and get to experience like new cities, new things that are not your norm, like right in your home, you know? So it was fun. And I thank God for that experience. So when I had the twins, after I had my girls, I felt stagnant. I felt very stagnant. And I thought to myself, this is just horrible. I felt like I was so like behind. It was no room for growth. It was like, what can I do? I mean, I have these kids. I have to you know, wait until they get to be teenagers before I can move and do anything. And I was working as a case manager at the time. And um, I remember this one guy that I worked with, Eric, he was like, Shakia, why are you not going back to school? He said, you said that you want to go back to school. You want to finish your degree. Why don't you do it? And I said, well, I'd have to take those classes and stuff. And I have kids. And he said, you know what, Shakia, your kids will not be little kids forever. Your kids are going to grow. They're going to get older. And you're going to sit back and think to yourself, why didn't I take those classes? Why didn't I, you know, bet on myself and make that move? Because, you know, it's something that you probably would want to do now as opposed to later. And I was like, well, I might. I mean, and now that I think about it, as much as I could think and say to myself, I probably would have did it later. I wouldn't have. Because once I get comfortable with something, it's hard for me to peel my beside, peel my behind up and do what I need to do. It's just the truth. I mean, I know me and I know. If I'm comfortable in the space that I'm in, I ain't moving. I'm like, I don't know what you call those things. Like a snail? What's the other one? Oh gosh, what's the other one? It's another one. I don't forgot, but anyway, 
I'm trying to think of the other little animal. But bottom line is, I don't be moving. I stay wherever it is when I get comfortable. And it is very, very hard to make me move. And I feel like if God doesn't make things uncomfortable, I'm the person, seriously, that will stay. I will be like, just over, just overwearing my welcome. Won't move, won't do nothing. But the, the, the problem with what I do, and I can say this, is that in the time that I'm waiting to get to the next place, I don't do anything. A slug, that's what it is. The problem with being a slug is that you don't move, you don't do nothing, you're just there. You know, you're not trying to reinvent yourself. You're not trying to level up. You ain't doing nothing. And what I've learned is that if I'm going to be somebody that's going to transcend, transcend, it's more like or transform. I need to be or have the mindset of the butterfly or the caterpillar, not the butterfly, the caterpillar. You got to have the mindset of the caterpillar because at least you know when you go within and when you retreat, you're not where you want to be, but you know that what's going to come after you get through that period of time is going to be something beautiful and majestic. And it's going to be something that, you know, has not been seen before, at least not from you. And so you have to be willing during that time where you're kind of like incubating, <laughs> where you're kind of like waiting, you're in that place called there, you know, where you're not where you want to be, but you're not where you were. Um, you have to be willing to do some work because the caterpillar is in there, but it's actually doing some work. You may not see it. And that's the other part. We are so concerned about what people see nowadays with social media and everything else. We are so concerned, y'all. But the truth of the matter is, we don't have to be. I post here and there on social media now, like literally here and there. And you don't have to tell every single thing that you're doing, every place that you're going. Just live, just go, just do. Reason why is you don't have to share that if you don't want to. Now, if you're a vlogger, yeah, people want to see your life. That's your job, content creation. So you put out stuff, you know, regularly about your about your life. And so that's a lot of what you would do. And even with content creation, there are a lot of content creators that will tell you they don't show everything because there are so many things that they would want to keep and just kind of keep to themselves. Like they're working the plan. They know what they're doing, but they're not sharing everything. And one of them that I can say, Jeronica Macia it was a lot that she did like last year, like in 2023, and she shared a montage at the end of the year. And what I got or what I gained from what she did is that while she showed some parts, she didn't show everything. She didn't give everything. And sometimes that's the best place to be, y'all. It's the best. This is the best way to be is that you may allow people in to a certain extent. But you don't have to share everything. You don't because you're still going through. You're still working the plan. You're still like step by step trying to get through it yourself. And so if you are not in a place where you're honestly ready to share every single thing about where you're going, what you're doing, don't. 
Don't. I am telling you. Don't. If you don't feel comfortable sharing everything about a recent relationship, breakup, um, about a job, about, um, I don't know, a trip, anything, health issues, anything, whether it's good or bad, don't. Like, don't force yourself to put stuff out there just because you want to feel connected. You know, trust your instinct and trust that you you owe it to yourself to work your plan. You know what I'm saying? So if it is that you want to lose weight or finish your master's or get your bachelor's for that matter, or um, save up for a new house or car, or you are planning on taking a dream vacation or you were in a relationship y'all just starting out child don't show all that stuff you know just work your plan work your plan do what you do and allow God to lead you and guide you along that path um again being in that place and being what we consider stagnant is hard I'm not gonna lie but what could be worse is that you don't take that time And time is something we don't get back, okay? Once it's gone, it's gone. So what could be worse than sitting there wasting time and not allowing God to lead and guide you and use you in your best? Not, you know, leveling up in every way that you can. You know what I'm saying? Um, Taking courses so that you can like, you know, Set yourself apart from other people in your field, you know, taking specialized training and stuff that may help set you apart. Um, I don't know, um, taking dance classes because you want to learn how to dance, taking cooking classes because you don't really know how to cook, you know, use that time to become a better version of yourself, you know, um, pray more, um, meditate, like really go within and when you do set goals for yourself throughout that time and the goals don't have to be those big ones you might set a goal of i'm gonna drink more water i'm gonna eat more fruits i'm gonna eat more veggies i'm going to cut my um you know fast food budget down to x amount per month those are things that you can do within 30 days or less okay And you can actually go back and check that stuff off, see what difference is made in your life, your finances, your health, you know, whatever case may be. And you can, you know, check those things off and continue and add new things to the list. But what I'm saying is that you don't want to overwhelm yourself with being there. That's what I did. I was so concerned about just being in that place once I finished school thinking everything was going to fall into place that when I finished and everything had fallen apart I was like what the heck happened and again I didn't work the plan 100% like while you're still going through you still have other things that you need to do and I learned that I can't get that time back So I got to move forward, but I also have to learn from my mistakes too. 
So that's all I wanted to share today. I don't have anything else to give, but I pray that, you know, this this new year will give everybody a renewed mind and spirit. I pray for growth for everyone. And I pray that you will continue to grow and learn and become your best selves. Because I truly do believe that is God's intention, that is God's intention for us to all shine bright.